0: Hello and welcome to Big Kid Pod. I'm your host, Katie C. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to be a better partner for work, for your partner, for your kids, for your parents, and even for yourself. And if you have your own business, how to be a better partner to your customers. Why is this shit important? And what can we do to get there? So, I hope you're excited to talk about today, all the things we're going to talk about. (laughs) In this week's episode, we are talking about how to have and how to be a better partner. Knowing that we have different types of relationships in our lives, whether it's at work with our coworkers or supervisors, or if you lead your own team, and if you have a partner at home or If you have kids or your own parents in your life, what do those relationships look like right now? What does your relationship look like with yourself right now? Uh, Last week's episode was about how to love yourself more. So what does that look like for you? And if you run your own business, what is your relationship like with your customers? By following my steps, um, in this episode, I'll talk to you more about how to make any relationship in your life successful. What type of relationship do you want with these people? Think of your most trying relationship right now. Is it with your in-laws? Maybe it is with your kids. Maybe it's somebody that you work with. What is the hardest part my coach this month um, told me that relationships are all in our brains and it's just about how we think about the person so going back to in-laws do you believe that they are great or do you feel like they're awful and they're just trying to ruin your life how you think about them will show up and how you show up in that relationship so even though you might want to think only positive thoughts that shit doesn't work right the work that i'm telling you to do is more than just positive thoughts because that on its own won't help you because we can think sure it's sunny outside even though it's raining but once you go outside and are surrounded by rain you're going to feel it no matter how sunny you're thinking. So really remembering that how we act is going to start and show up for you in what you think first. So how do you want to feel about these people? Back in my day, I hated people that was my go-to response all of the time was that I didn't like people I didn't like what they did what they said I often was annoyed with people around me so I just started to isolate myself more and more often so my thought going into relationships was that I am probably not going to enjoy you. By thinking that you're going to be annoyed by a person is definitely the wrong way to start your relationship, right? And it took me a long time to find positive thoughts about people that I didn't want to hang out with, but because of life circumstances, you're forced to hang out with family, (laughs) Classic me, I always find a quote that really resonates with me that kind of shifts my complete direction of thought as well as my life as a whole. And the one that really hit me when it came to relationships was that the quote, the only thing missing from any situation, so including any relationship, is what you're not bringing to it. This new thought gave me so much hope because it meant that I had the power to change things and that I was in charge of my relationships. So when I think about the relationships that I have and what I feel like is missing, it could be love, respect, time, patience it was also the things that I was refusing to give those people in my relationships which is so funny right because we're wanting more connection but then closing all of the doors to what connection could be right so I remember one evening When my partner came home, I was upset because he didn't greet me in how I wanted to be greeted after a long ass day of work, right? I was expecting like a puppy to be so excited to see me and to hug, kiss, you know, that kind of stuff. Again, thinking of a puppy, but that's not what I got. And instead of trying to create connection and be the love that I wanted, again, I put up walls. I shut down. I refused to engage in conversation just because I was holding that grudge. Silly, right? And you know, bitch can hold a grudge. So knowing that I want love and connection, that what that is what was missing in that situation so I needed to remind myself that I'm the only one that can bring this forward and that I have the power to fix it because what was missing was that connection was that understanding of even why I was upset that communication wasn't there and so again I knew that I had to bring it A lot of my coaching clients ask me really frustrated about why they need to be the person that changes in the relationship. And what I tell them is, (laughs) if you are the one that wants the relationship to change, you are the only one that can do it. Again, going back to that quote, the only thing missing from any situation, from any relationship is only what you are not bringing to it. And it's crazy because we have a lot of expectations that come with our relationships that we never say out loud, which again can be bananas, right? We're expecting people to greet us as puppies and to be so excited when they see us and to force that connection and that love, but we are not doing it ourselves or we're not even saying that shit out loud. So how would they know? right? I remember when I first entered this relationship, uh, we did the love languages test. If you haven't done that, there will be a link in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. But I really wanted to understand how I received love and my favorite ways to give love as well. And knowing that every person gives and receives love differently i thought it was important to know both where i was coming from as well as my partner so after i took the five love languages quiz it was interesting to find out that the way that i love to give love is very different from how i like to receive love i like to give gifts and be generous with things um when it comes to people that I love or people that I appreciate at all but when it comes to receiving love I want to share an experience with somebody I want quality time is what I need and it's funny again looking at all of my patterns time is something that I take very very seriously I plan on purpose and so if I'm planning dates with people it's because they mean something to me excuse me if I'm spending time with people people it's because I love them and so I want to know that type of information about myself how do you like to receive love there's five different ways according to this quiz and when I was taking all of these different types of personality quizzes to learn more about myself, at first, I thought it was a little bit hokey, kind of like the Cosmo quizzes that I would do as a teenager. Um, Mostly C's means I'm an asshole or mostly A's means I'm awesome, you know, kind of like that. But the love languages quiz was something that I was wanting, of the very first quizzes that I took that definitely resonated with me because I actually found value in that type of research about myself and that was great information to share with my partner knowing that the way that I give love could be the lowest on his list will make me realize and pay more attention so one of the other ways to give or receive love is words of affirmation this scored very low on my list as did physical touch but those things scored higher on my partner's list so sure I may not be the type but for him to really be there and feel the love that I have for him I'm going to do so in ways that I know he will receive it because what's the point of loving on him if he doesn't even notice (laughs) but really I'm gonna love him no matter what right because That is kind of the point of that type of partnership. So think about all of the expectations you share or have about a person. Is that where most of your frustration is coming from? So knowing that expectation can be the source of so much frustration. Think of that relationship that you're having a hard time with. Have you said your expectations out loud? Do your expectations even make sense in your relationship? So how do you let them know what your expectation is? Again, is it realistic? Does it make sense? So when I think about my kids, I love those little shits no matter what, right? Unconditional love is the job of a parent. And It can be very, very hard. But knowing that you get to choose those feelings about them, that's all up to you. So instead of me looking for evidence for why my partner is going to leave me, I'm going to look for new evidence of love. So you need to make sure that you mean what you say and be the partner that you want what are your expectations for yourself in your relationship are they higher or lower are they the same because sometimes your expectations for somebody else could be so high but then you're not taking responsibility for your ownership in the relationship because relationship always takes two people so what's your side of it So this stuff can be hard. Again, knowing that your thoughts about the person will create your feelings about them and all of that is up to you to choose. That gives you all of your power. But at the same time, whew, it can be a flipping doozy because what can happen is that It also means that you're letting go of control, which sounds crazy because I just said that you're going to get your power back. (laughs) But at the same time, remember that you cannot control what others do, say, think, or feel. That's a human, right? They do as they want. If you've had a toddler, (laughs) you know this to be true. If you've had a teenager... You know this to be even more true, right? We can't control our kiddos even though we want to and we do for the first bit of their life. Once they start becoming their own person is when we start letting go of control and that can be really, really hard. And for me, oh man, as a control freak, (laughs) as a habit of controlling This was one of the hardest things for me because I was always trying to spend so much time creating and fixing people's perceptions about me and our relationships. So when you let go of control, this just lets you love them for exactly who they are. So our little toddler that throws tantrums because they can't have a popsicle right now, right? We're going to love our smelly teenagers even though you ask them to shower and change their clothes they still refuse right but I'm going to love those kids through and through because I want to show up just to love them. I don't want them to think that I love them only when they're good only when they shower only when they don't throw tantrums only when they get good Only when they get good grades and only when they don't yell or throw things, I am going to love you no matter what. Because all of those things are separate from the person, right? All of those are actions. So I can love you even though you're angry. Has anybody told you that? No one told me that and I felt it all the time. I thought that I was bad and that I didn't deserve love because I was angry all the time. So remember, especially when it comes to our kids, that they're separate from their behaviors. They're just habits and those things can be changed completely. So even though... (laughs) going back to our kids, even though they can be frustrating, right? We know that our job is to love them, to take care of them and to keep them safe. But if you had that same thought for all of your relationships, how would that be different? So I think of the workplace and the term of people pleasers. This was me, 100%, especially in high school, right? When you're meeting other girls, you want to fit in. So you're going to agree with things. This also manipulates their perception of you. Because, again, you're trying to please them. You know what this makes you? A big fat liar. It's important to teach our teenagers about the harm That can come with people pleasing. So if you want to be in a relationship where you can completely be yourself, there's no space for people pleasing. So I know that I touched on this a couple episodes back. But knowing that you're the only one that can generate love for yourself ties into people pleasing as well. And why we need to teach our kids that they're the only one that can fill those heart holes is only you. It can't be filled by another person or by a material thing or by a job or a degree or a diploma of any kind that can only come within you. So again, this touches on people-pleasing because you want genuine relationships and you cannot get there with people-pleasing. One more hang-up that can happen when it comes to creating better partnerships are those flipping battles <laughs> how many times in your relationships do you feel like you're keeping score oh i emptied the dishwasher today so that means when i come home tonight that kitchen better be clean right i'm not cleaning out the dishwasher to so that i have an extra point i'm cleaning out the dishwasher because it needs to be done it had Doesn't have to do with who did it last time, who's doing it next time. If it is there and that light is on, I'm going to try to do it if I have the time. So it's so interesting when I think of the petty little battles that I will create or try to do, right? We just got to let that shit go. But when I think of battles and petty things that I've kept score on, none of that has made Anything better. Trying to prove my point that I am right in this situation never makes me feel better. I just feel like an asshole. (laughs) So, this hang up of battles has definitely shown me where I need to work more on my relationship. So, when I feel this come up, it's because I'm avoiding something, it's usually because I'm scared. So I got to follow that fear. Where does it lead me? Think about in your relationship, looking at things through their lens. What are their habits? What are their life experiences? Where are they coming from? Are we surprised that teenage boys shower less often? (laughs) Are we surprised that... A junior high kid doesn't want to do homework and all they want to do is play video games? No. Realistically, no. None of those things surprise me because that that completely makes sense. Of course they would want to play video games over doing homework or spending time with me their family, right? Around this age is when they want to branch out and away from me and closer to their friend groups and their friends become more family. I remember what that was like. I was there once. So take a minute, take a breath, and think about where they are coming from in your relationship. It's fun to think about our parents and the age they were when they first had you or found out about you or your siblings, what was happening in their life right then? How did they get to the city that they live in now? What did they do for fun before the internet? This is why I wanna interview more kids, right? Because they will give us such a great lens to look through, right? being people that have always grown up with Google is mind-boggling. Knowing that they've always had iPhones available to them is crazy. I remember when I had to write down the year when kids were born and I was already freaking out when they were born in 2000, right? But now that kid is 19 and legal across Canada. Like, what the heck? (laughs) So when you find yourself with an expectation in a relationship that isn't being met Again, think about is it realistic and how did you tell them about this expectation? What is their lens like? What are their habits? What are their experiences? Knowing that the thoughts about the person are the only thing that create the feelings you feel about them. Remember, this means you get to choose. You are the only one that gets to choose. So what's missing from your relationship? That's on you. That's what you got to bring. So how are you going to do that? When I think about my relationships now, the thought that I have is that I want to live a life of service. And that means in my work, in my relationships, just with everything. I want to live a life of service. That's just what makes the most sense to me and when I created this new thought for myself the one thing that came so clearly is that as soon as I step outside nothing is about me anymore so that means when I go to work I am there for them. I know that nothing really has to do with me and I'm okay with that. When I go and hang out with my friends I know that It isn't about me. I want to be there to listen to them, to help them. When I meet with my clients for coaching, it's not about me. I've done all my brain work and my work. I am here for you. And that is it. Right? And that can make the relationship feel so much better and so much more open. Knowing that you can come to me with any problem. I will be here for you. No judgment with an ear to talk to. That is the type of partnership I want. That's the type of relationship I want. This is my expectation. My expectation is that you are there, you get to show up and be you, and that's it. That feels so much more tangible, exciting. That is a relationship for me. So if you're looking to be a better partner to have better relationships with coworkers, supervisors, staff that work for you, your partner, your kids, your parents, your in-laws, with yourself, with your customers. Know that all of this shit starts in your brain. What do you want to think about the person? What do you want to think about yourself? How are you going to show up? So if you're dealing with... The hardship of people pleasing because you're scared of judgment know that April's feelings focused on judgment so there are past podcast episodes and blog posts that deal exactly with self judgment and judgment as a whole so check out the blog kdc and yyc.com as well as instagram under that same name the podcast instagram is blowing up and i would love for you guys to follow us over there more as well that's just big kid pod on instagram and let me know about your hard relationships and what you're having trouble with, I would love to help you know that you can always contact me by sending me an email at hello at KDC and YYC.com. And even on the website, you can sign up for a clarity call where you can jump on the phone with me. And in under an hour, we can talk about your biggest issues and I will provide you with fix. Excuse me. And I will provide you with takeaways right away. So if you are having issues, please know that you can get a hold of me at any time. Send me an email over at hello at kdcnyc.com. Over on the website, you can also sign up for a clarity call where you can talk to me over the phone. Usually it's via cam, whatever, (laughs) so that we can see each other's faces. But after that clarity call, I will give you tangible tips to take away that you can start implementing right after we talk um, to get you to better relationships with yourself and other people. So if that's something you want, know that I'm here for you. I'm so glad that you guys were here this week to listen to me rant. (laughs) As always, I would love for you to share this podcast as well. So if you have a friend that is complaining about better partnerships and you don't know how to help them but you know that you want to, Send them this episode. Let them know that I would love to help. Just know that I'm living my life of service. That's all I want to do is help other people. So let me know about your frustrations. I'm so glad, again, that you spent this week with me. Make sure to watch for a new episode coming at you this Tuesday. And friends... That closes out this week's Friday Feelings. I hope you have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.